to Nerds of Their Own Table, a podcast on a quest for quality pop culture. I'm Jamie. And I'm Dwayne. No, I'm Sammy. And on this episode, we're doing our world-famous news episode. The news. The news. Well, guys, it's been a while since we've examined the news, even now that some news is happening. So let's run to the newsroom and see what's coming hot off the press. And first out of the gate is the only news item I put on this. <laughs> put on our Google Doc. Uh, so Shang-Chi got another trailer this week. Everybody get a chance to watch it? Yes. Yeah. What'd you think? Looks more and more interesting. I'm so jazzed for this thing to come out. And what I think is really cool is I think we're starting to see a little bit of how it's going to connect to the MCU. And I think that's going to be the, mo- the most important thing. You know, with the first trailer, we talked about how it was a different flavor. It was going a different direction. It didn't some maybe feel as much like the other MCU movies. You know, and that's a good thing. They all don't have to be the same. But I think this trailer really started giving us some nods about where, how, where and how it's going to fit. Yeah, I- I'm wondering um, if this is like... A- I'm wondering where this fits in exactly. I wonder if this has some of those, like, you know, Captain Marvel, say, in an earlier time frame mm-hmm. kind of yeah. thing. Because, I mean, in, in the background, you can see Abomination is there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm wondering if, like, this version of the Ten Rings is before Iron Man. Hmm. And that's this is like a splinter group, you know, because it's, cause it's it, that's, I mean, the Ten Rings in Iron Man is a Middle Eastern group. Right. And it seems like this... This Ten Rings is East Asian. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if it's some kind of splinter. And there's no magical Ten Rings anywhere in sight in Iron Man. So I'm, I'm wondering if maybe if that was some kind of like leftovers. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, 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 that the last, this trailer made me start thinking, when is this? Right. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. yeah, that's something that we discussed before is the, is the time frame. But I know you guys had mentioned, you know, it looking like it's going to tie in a little bit more than we initially thought it might be because of the time frame era or you know whatever but that's something i think is really interesting that marvel's done with these new shows on disney plus you know they're showing us that they can do different styles of storytelling exactly and bring them all under this umbrella and all of these stories don't have to have the same flavor you know uh, we get a little something different yeah and I got kind of a not not the same vibe, but like I got a doctor kind of. Remember how Doctor Strange was so different? Yes. From the race when it came out, I think this is going to be the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be visually distinct and have a different because I mean, Doctor Strange was the first like super magical mm-hmm. uh, of the ones, and he had that crazy you know they stole it from Nolan kind of Inception look to the movie. Uh, and I think you know Shang Chi is going to do something this deep into the MCU. It's kind of impressive they can still do it. It's going to be very. It's got kind of that um, like Crouching Tiger, right? Like kind of yeah. look to it. Um, it's got kind of that wire foo stuff going on, but there's that magical stuff with the ten rings, and that effect looks really cool. It really does. And the thing is, you know, what makes me question, and I, I agree with you about the where is, you know, they're they're showing in this trailer Shang Chi's father, uh, Wen Wu, I think is what they call him, but they're also referring to him as the Mandarin on so many different websites, mm. and I don't know if it's just misdirection, you know, they're not for sure about this, you know, maybe they're trying to tie back to comic books with, you know, Mandarin and the Ten Rings and all that kind of thing, but I don't know. 
So, so I, there's a lot of questions on this. And if you and if you look at him, I mean, there's different times where they, I, for, I have forgotten his name, but the actor playing Shang Chi and his dad, mm-hmm. they've got different hairstyles, mm-hmm. and they look like they're different ages. So, like, I'm wondering, like, so when some of the like the actors, he's like, hey, when is this set? Yeah, right. There's, there's even like a very like a child, uh, there's, there's a child Shang Chi at some yes. point. Yeah, you're gonna have some time. So yeah, like, so when? Travel how old is he when he fought Abomination? You know, is this the middle point of the story, or is this right. is this right after the Hulk? Um, is is the dad doing all the stuff the magical ten rings? Is this you know when Shang Chi was a child and it was before Iron Man? I mean, right. it's just and I, I, I tried to trace it looking at the haircuts, <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 could, I couldn't figure it out. You know? Yeah, and and like I said, it'll just be one of those that I think as we look at it, it it it'll open up some new things. I yeah. really do. Well, speaking of another martial artist uh, that we often wonder who's behind that man. G.I. Joe Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins dropped a new trailer honestly it looked a little better than I expected yeah yeah <laughs> yeah a bit a bit yeah I was so afraid I mean because the other two G.I. Joe movies I mean they were a thing they the fir- were a thing the first one was so good I didn't see the second one <clears throat> alright yeah, alright we, we had enough yeah, we, <laughs> we, we, we knew what they were delivering uh, but yeah this one looks really interesting and I know Snake Eyes being a fan favorite character you know almost like a Boba Fett you know, the man behind the mask oh, yeah. could be anyone it's such a know, great look such a cool costume yeah even even the old school you know when it was like the the full face toboggan with the lenses, you know, Ooh, yeah. and then it got more advanced with the, the kind of the shield and things. But, uh, yeah, this, yeah, looks like it's going to be a ton of fun. And I'm really interested. I'm not sure it's going to be a movie trip, but it's definitely going to find a viewing. I think I do have a complaint though. Snake eyes is talking way too much. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope this is a, you know, before the mask situation. Yeah. Find out what happens with his, I guess, quote unquote, vow of silence. Well, they're calling it G.I. Joe Origins. So obviously, you know, they don't say specifically, but I think this is going to show that development of the Snake Eyes and uh, Storm Shadow relationship. You know, we're going to see where either A, the Vala sil- silence comes in or that kind of thing. Um, it's still disconcerting, though. It, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's so tough. You know, I mean, we're going to talk a little bit on a few of these about nostalgia. And, you know, Snake Eyes was just the baddest dude in the lineup. I mean, he was. I mean, and I love Storm Shadow also. But there was just, like you said, like Boba Fett. I mean, he's the, the, the guy who didn't say anything. But, but he was awesome. You know, I mean, I love that character. Uh, I think Henry Golding's a good choice. You know, he's a good actor. Um, you know, he's done some really good good movies. I mean, I know Crazy Rich Asians was a really popular movie. Um, I know The Gentleman, you know, was kind of one of those that, that some people saw, some people didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I believe uh, Last Christmas... Heather uh, on the show had mentioned how disappointed she was in Last Christmas. So <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't specifically know, uh, you know, as far as that role. But I do think it's cool that we're, we're in that kung fu genre. We're seeing that Hong Kong cinema coming back again that was so popular in the 60s, the 70s, you know, American Ninja in the 80s. I mean, we're, we're seeing that come around again, and I think that's cool. I think if we just slap some dubs in there, it kind of has a John Woo feel to it. Yeah. 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 And think about it. you got Shang-Chi, you've got Snake Eyes. We've already seen the level of kind of martial arts, you know, kind of 
combat that's going to be a moon night. You know, so this is really coming back. You know, yeah. action is the name of the game, according to Rob Liefeld. So, <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm in total with Jamie. You throw some doves in there, you know, you, you got your John Woo flick. But I love where the motion becomes a storyteller. Mm-hmm. And the action looks good. It does. I mean, we, we've there's been some action movies recently where the action just a little. I don't want to say boring, but it was just it wasn't impressive. Right. Yeah. It looks like with Shang Chi and with Snake Eyes that we're we're, we're going to see some high quality action. Yeah. And I, and I'm excited for that. Yeah. Sam, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Do you have the power? I have the power. <laughs> <laughs> We are referring to the Master of the Universe Revelations trailer. It guys, I mean, talk about nostalgia, right? And, and, and I know the original cartoon maybe doesn't hold up, you know, if you go back. I mean, I get it. I get it. Um, I, I could still watch it, but, but it doesn't. But now we got Kevin Smith. We have Netflix. We have a somewhat, you know, anime in some ways inspired he-man you know i'm excited about this you know i was really concerned <clears throat> excuse me when um, kevin smith was rumored to be involved mm-hmm. i didn't want my he-man and skeletor to be hanging out by the you know the quick stop <laughs> didn't didn't need them by the video store but the animation to this even though it is a little bit of an anime tinge mm-hmm. it still kind of honors that classic vibe i feel you know the, the shape and the colors yeah. uh, are still there well I, okay i've got one concern though do you remember when those first suicide squad trailers came out and mm-hmm. they were so amazing and it was the music that made him great. Right, yeah. And the trailers ended up being better than the actual movie. The, the song, the, the, you, know, you know, what's the actual name of the song? It's Holy God for a Hero. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie Tyler. It, it's <laughs> so perfect. It works great. It works so well. I'm wondering, am I, am I enjoying this trailer because of the juxtaposition right. and what I'm watching? Or is this actually going to be any good? Well, you know, similar to what Dwayne had said, you know, they're not reimagining. They're not modernizing these characters. I still recognize them. And the thing is, it's not just the mainstays. I saw Whiplash, Clawful, Scareglow, Roboto, Fisto, (laughs) Clamp Champ. I mean, oh my gosh, the worst name for a character, Fisto. But (laughs) Clamp Champ, I mean, come on. You know, and I can still recognize them. So that was awesome. That list of names that you knew right now. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm questioning some of your life decisions. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if you've seen, you know, the toys that made us on Netflix where they talk about the He-Man and the That's Masters of the show. Universe line. It is a great show. But when they talk about the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe line, these guys weren't exactly original <laughs> when it came to names. No. You had the skunk guy. Stinkor. Stinkor, yes. Grizzlor. <laughs> Beast Man. Many Merman. Faces. Yeah, the guy with the faces. Yes, many faces. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm I'm really uh, I'm really excited to to get into that and and see what uh, Kevin Smith has done with it. Now now correct me if I'm wrong. I know Kevin Smith is rumored to have done you know a treatment for Superman, and possibly a few other superhero things that I haven't seen the light of day. Is this the first classic story that he's taken 
and modernize that we're being able to see? I'm sure he's done something, you know, maybe under the table, script doctoring or different things, but I mean, is this kind of his first that's that's really made a lot of day? I think so. I do. He's written, he, now he's written a lot of like big comics. Yeah. I mean, but right. as far as but I mean, as far as all screen things, yeah, yeah. I don't. I can yeah. Think of anything. I mean, he he's worked and worked on like a few like TV scripts. I think for some yeah. of the uh, CWDC shows and things along those lines. Right. Um, but this is the f- first, I guess, one he's he's went at that totally brings back a genre you know I, I think notoriously he had written the script the nicholas cage the nicholas cage superman, superman movie. yeah so which i read the script the script not bad so as long as he has a rubik's cube i'm fine <laughs> you know i i could have used one thing being modernized though mm-hmm. from master of the universe i could do without the hair speedo no uh, you know it's the barbarian it's the look barbarian man thing, we, yeah okay we could upgrade the apparel a touch, just a little bit, because there's so many questions, you know. Well, there's a funny cartoon with that, but I won't mention it right okay, now. Okay, let's not do that. So, but, yep. <laughs> well, in the next bit of news, uh, here we think about how warm that would be. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I mean, his dry so, cleaning bill's got to be it's totally unreal. So, so I guess, guys, we're we're going from the masters of the universe, the stars in the sky, to the stars on the. Hollywood Walk of Fame. And not only do we get the stars on the Walk of Fame, but Star Wars is getting represented on that Walk of Fame. And I'm really excited about this, uh, the 2022 inductees. So um, our princess finally gets her star. Yeah. To, so sad it's posthumously, but yeah. Yeah, much, much deserved uh, as an icon in you know, Hollywood and film. You know, or Carrie Fisher, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have a question, though. So, um, I, found, I found a place where I had the full list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ewan McGregor's is rumored to be yes. getting one, too. He, he's on that list. So. Um, so, I read the full list. He wasn't actually on the official list, I saw. Oh, okay. He's rumored that he's going to be added. I okay. Think, I, think that, I think it's pretty much a done deal. Just right. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know how it works. There were two names on that list where I'm like, how is... <laughs> How are you not already on there? <laughs> Carrie Fisher and Francis Ford Coppola. Yes. Yeah. Didn't have... <laughs> yep. I mean, it's like your Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, you know, you, you have these great icons that aren't in. Just, I don't know if it's oversight, if it's political, if, yeah. you know, they just thought they had more time, you know, with these people to, to, to get it there and... The last few years have shown us that's not the case. Right. Better get moving because I know this is a pretty large list. Well, I think Francis Ford Coppola should run there by 1990. Easy. I mean, well, you look at the body of work. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, yeah. I mean, Carrie, and Carrie Fisher. Now, the Godfather. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just the script work she's done, I mean, is enough to flesh out. You know her acting work. Well, I, mean, I mean, she she should be on there. She's I mean, Princess Leia. Look at the number of books that that she yeah. wrote. I mean, I mean, she was prolific in a lot of ways. Uh, not just some of the notorious ways that yeah. we hear about. You know, but she I mean, was also like an elite script doctor. Yeah, I mean, for she sure. was one of the go tos. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, and the sad thing is, you know, the droids made it on there before she did. <laughs> yeah. How is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. that's true. You know, there was one other person I, I, that is kind of new to the Star Wars universe, but I was kind of excited that she was on there, was Ming-Na Wen. 
you know, she is uh, Finnick Shand on The Mandalorian and has done the voice on Bad Batch. So, you know, I think she's going in more for TV. Uh, I know she has done a, a huge body of TV work, even beside Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, <laughs> Me and three other people loved her on The Single Guy. Right. For about a year and a half. In yep. The 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Two of those guys are not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I wonder if, if too, this is some of that Disney clout, you know, hitting, hitting the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, also, uh, you know, Disney... You know, practically owning what seventy five percent of Hollywood now, <laughs> and uh, just being such a thing. I wonder if that's you know some of some of the reason that this is happening. I mean, please don't think that I'm downgrading anybody's body of work. I mean, you know, getting being in one movie successfully is a phenomenon. But you know, like seeing some of this Coppola. I mean, hello. <laughs> Carrie, that was the one, even more Carrie than Carrie Fisher, Fisher that one baffled yeah. me. Yeah. Francis Ford Coppola was I mean, and even if Ewan McGregor is not, hello, get him in there. Yeah. You know. You didn't say it right. Well, if you say Ewan McGregor and you say hello, you've got to finish it. Hello there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hello there. <laughs> but the cool thing with Ewan McGregor is, you know, young Obi-Wan's going to be joining old Obi-Wan on the Walk of Fame because yeah. Sir Alec Guinness already has his star. Hopefully they can get him somewhere in proximity. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess those stars aren't the only big ones that are signing deals, though, guys. Um, Spielberg, one of the guys, signed a huge deal with Netflix. Well, we, we don't know all of the ins and outs yet, but uh, exclusive content. This is very interesting information you know, because I, 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 a lot of us were blown away when Scorsese released the Irishman exclusively to Netflix. But Spielberg, you know, exclusive content. You know, how broad is that? Now, hold on, though. I did a whole bunch of digging. Uh-oh. They did not sign a deal with Steven Spielberg. They signed a deal with Amblin Entertainment, oh, his right? Production company. There, there is no guarantee that Steven Spielberg, Spielberg directs even, anything okay. that goes. So to he just may even executive produce. He may just be a name on the title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And he st- and he and his current uh, first look contract with Universal is still intact. Okay. So Universal could could snag anything before it gets to Netflix. So interesting. Well, that's yeah. that's. Uh, but we we don't have a lot of details yet either. Like we, they just said a multi-year, multi-film thing. Right. So it's apparently supposed to be at least you know multiple movies each year for who knows how many years, mm-hmm. how many movies. Um, but I, I'm I'm still I'm kind of excited about it for a completely different reason. I mean Spielberg is a good executive producer. You look at his producing list. Yes. He's got he's got good taste. Um, but I think this is going to give Amblin an out for interesting movies that don't get made as much anymore. Because think right. about what's in theaters. You either go to the to the to your normal theater and you see big blockbusters, or you go to an art house and watch indie flicks. Mm-hmm. And that that sort of mid range movie has just disappeared. Yeah. Well, now Amblin is like, you know, this movie, this script is interesting. I'd like to make it. It's not a blockbuster. Also, can't make it for three million dollars, so they don't make it. Well, now they can make those movies, or if they make a movie, they don't know how to market. I was like, this isn't, you know, it's a good movie. We like it. We're proud of our work, but this, we don't want to put this in theaters. 
they've got a home for it now. And we'll, we'll get to see these movies that don't get made anymore. So I'm, I'm still excited about it. Yeah. And with streaming also, you don't have the, the I guess, the restraints on time limits Sometimes for the movie. Sometimes they should, though. They should, yeah. Some. <laughs> should, but, yeah. you know, in the theater, you do. Yeah. You have to, you know, the theater has to have so many showings per day. And and so they, they, they kind of, you know, push a certain amount in terms of time limit. And, you know, as we saw with Zack Snyder's Justice League, <laughs> we don't have to have a time limit. It can just go on. Just on and on and on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm, I'm still, I mean, I think this could really you know, produce some good stuff for us. I, mean, I, I think we, I mean, like movies, we don't, I mean, we just, yeah. but don't get made. The things that like, made anymore, th- yeah. 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 We definitely need a place for, like you said, those mid range yeah. movies that, that aren't the summer or winter tent poles, you know, that aren't the weird offbeat, you know, our house movies. You know, we've, we've lost a whole range of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it, cause the, it feels like if it doesn't cost $200 million or $5 million, it doesn't get made. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of interesting movies that just, we're not seeing. Mm-hmm. They've just disappeared. And so I, I, I hope there's more companies that do this. Well, didn't we discuss that with the Oscars? About how many of the movies that were nominated for Best Picture no one had really ever seen or because they were either on streaming or, you know, didn't make it to the theaters, you know, during, the, during quarantine and lockdown yeah. and such. So. Yeah. Another thing that's really interesting is this deal with Amblin Entertainment may bring in some of Spielberg's friends, you know, that he works with from time to time, you know, uh, possibly even George Lucas um, has, has talked about getting back into the movie game here recently, you know, could, could maybe even open a door to, to Coppola or, or Ron mm-hmm. Howard, you know, some of these guys that are friendly to that entertainment circle. We may finally get that sequel to Tucker. <laughs> Red Tails Part 2 I like Tucker THX 1138 Part 2 <laughs> that, sounds like, that sounds suspiciously like math I don't want that <laughs> Alright guys Well that was our headline news We have a few more things to pick up But let's pick it up On the Rewind <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to lead this one because we all know who put this on, on the list. Um, you know, back during first contact, we were given a slight little tease to Picard season two, but we got a fairly decent little trailer now. And I was super excited, obviously, because time is fractured in this Jerry Ryan is not seven of nine, or can we even call her that? She's not a Borg. Q is back. Oh, Mon Capitan. I'm so excited. So that's why she was rubbing her head. She doesn't have a headache. Yeah. I, I thought she had a sinus headache or something. It's no, remember at seven nine, she had the, the, had the you know, implant. the Borg piece. Yeah. I, I know. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 get, I, get, I get serious about my, my trek, guys. Come on. So... <laughs> I do have one, and this is probably another, just me not knowing things. So, Q walks out and says hi to Picard, and he goes, John Luke, you've gotten so old. I'm like, That's, we got some pot and kettle action here, bro. <laughs> how are they going to explain this? Like, and John Delancey's all gray. Yeah, yeah. like, how are they going to, because he's supposed to be like a near, you know, deity type yeah. being. How does it explain him getting old? So, you have to wonder if he's left the continuum, and that's why he's aging. 
you know, well, they could do an easy cop out. Like, well, John Luca, I didn't want you to feel weird, so I'm going to look old too. Right, you know exactly. I mean? But still, I just, that was so funny. Like, you've gotten old. I'm like, yeah. He's but, the only one in the room. But I just, I love that dynamic. <laughs> and that, you know, the dynamic of Picard and Q ran all the way through Next Generation. Maybe a little too much. Maybe. You know, but I mean, from the beginning up until the, even the end, I mean, Q was such a big part of who Jean-Luc Picard was and who Picard would become. And, then, so, and they have a really fun dynamic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and every time he goes, Mon Capitan, I just love it. <laughs> so. Well, some folks got some new suits. Yes. Shazam 2. Um, a movie I'm really excited about. That mm-hmm. that movie knocked my the first one knocked my socks off. But uh, so I think because the internet was already stealing <laughs> leaked footage from the set, the director went ahead and released official, uh, you know, uh, an official photo of all of the cast members in their uh, new redesigned suits. Um, what did you all think of the new looks? I I really dig it. It's really contemporary with the uh, you know with the Man of Steel Superman look. Uh, to me, that's that's kind of the vibe I got from it. And I'm so excited to see the Shazam family. Yeah. 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 Um, one of the things that buddy of mine Brian noticed was that Mary's costume definitely has some echoes of Wonder Woman. Yeah. That skirt and things the way that it's set up. So you're you're seeing those kind of design kind of almost motifs through a lot no, of these that's, costumes. That's the older sister, right? Mary yes. Marvel? Yes. Now, she was the one I didn't like. It was the only one because she had that sort of 1950s looking skirt. Right. In the first yeah. Shazam movie. I'm like, that's really cool because it's kind of a nod to how long yeah. he's been around. Exactly. That, that, the Marvel family, the whole thing. It's such a... And that was just kind of this little nod, this little like you know tip of the hat, like yeah, we've been around to the know? classic. Yeah. And, that, and now that's gone. I'm like, oh, that was a that was a cool little detail that I liked. But. Yeah, but but you know they look good. I'm really excited. Um, you know, sometimes when we we first get to look at, at costumes like this, they're not lit very well. Yeah. You know that kind of thing, and and there's questions. These look really nice, yeah. and and I saw some side by side comparisons from the first movie to this one. And it was kind of neat to see, you know, just what changes and what upgrades they made. So I'd seen Zachary Levi's, but I hadn't seen anybody else's up until that photo. Do you think there's one that's better? Like, is there one you think is your your favorite upgrade? I think that I do like Freddie's upgrade. You know, um, was at was about to Brody. I can't remember what 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 his name is that plays the, the Captain Marvel junior version. Um, I just, I like the, the blue and the yellow together on, on Freddie's costume on Marvel junior or whatever they call it. Shazam <laughs> junior. So did you have a favorite one? Um, I really liked the upgrade of the green to that oh, dark. Pedro. Dark, you know, sharp. Yeah. That's interesting. We had a different favorite. My favorite was Darla's. Oh, okay. I thought she had the coolest update. Her, hers was probably the most subtle of the bunch. Yeah. But I thought it looked, it, I don't for a character whose whole thing is going fast. Right. She looks really fast, like really stream, like like a more like a runner's mm-hmm. costume. I'm like, that's a really cool reason. Yeah, I agree. Very cool, gentlemen. Cool. Well, uh, Shazam's not the only suit we got a chance to look at. And as I previously said, sometimes they're not lit well when we get set leaked <laughs> photos. Gentlemen, we got to look at uh, Sasha Calais, her Supergirl suit for the Flash movie. What are we thinking? Well, number one, I'm assuming 
that they're going to do the CGI cape. Yes. Um, but I think it looks really cool. Like all the red on the shoulders. Mm-hmm. That's not a real. That's not a look I've seen Superman have before. Not not that exact kind of like. That makes it, it makes it look really distinct. Mm-hmm. It's, she's not just wearing like a Superman costume with a skirt. Right. You know, I, I thought that was pretty cool. I, I mean, it's clearly it's not. It's going to be lit differently, and they're probably going to touch it up or whatever. But I thought it looked cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I especially liked if you look, the symbol is Cavill's Superman. Oh. So it's just line for line, texture for texture. It's Cavill's Superman symbol. So maybe that's going to still be alive in this. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping so at least. So He was such a good Superman. Oh, he's a fantastic. Yeah, it's a shame. You know, Dwayne mentioned uh, the green um, suit for, for Pedro. The guy that plays Pedro was actually up for the role of Superman at one point. Oh. Uh, so if you look at him and kind of imagine him without the beard, you can kind of see it. Yeah. He's got a similar build yeah. to Cavill. Yep. Yeah. He was up for the role at one point. So I thought it was interesting. I also think it's sad that we're not going to get Cyborg in this thing. You know, that's I, the I one know there's character. a lot of behind the scenes. Stuff, yeah, yeah. And that, that's one character I just wish they would do more with, both animation and live action. I just love that character. I've loved that character since the Wolfman Perez books, comics, you know, that kind of thing. So I would love them to see more with, with that. And, and we, I, I haven't seen the, the Snyder cut, but mm-hmm. I, the, the little moments that Flash and Cyborg had in that movie were really good. And, and, and Ray Fisher and Ezra Miller had a, it seemed like they had some chemistry. There was, there was something there. I'm like, so the original idea was for them to have this sort of like a co-lead for, the, for a movie deal. I'm like, that would have been really cool. Yeah. We're not going to get that. So it's kind of a bummer. We know I think one of the big differences, and, and Dwayne, you probably, probably agree, because you know, the three, of the three of us, you know, we've talked about Dwayne and I are probably a little closer in age. You know, grew up with the blonde Supergirl, right? Yeah. yeah. Now we've got brunette Supergirl. Yeah, that was my biggest question earlier. I know I said, you know, has there been a brunette before? You know, which, I'll, you know, we need diversity. We yes, need, for sure. You know, diverse casting and, and other representation. But, you know, the Supergirl cartoons, um, you know, even the movie in the 80s, uh, you know, to the Supergirl TV show, Know, has been this blonde lady, mm-hmm. now, but I think it's really you know interesting that that they're you know going to the brunette, you know, more of the you know Henry Cavill or you know yeah Tyler Hoechlin I think is the other mm-hmm. guy who's who's doing him now you know the darker hair you know yeah. it's kind of more you know looks more fitting with the family I guess yeah I was going to say she looks more like she could be Kal-El's cousin yeah you know there there's more like a family resemblance there yeah. And actually, with that suit, there's a very similar-looking um, Supergirl in the Injustice storyline. Mm. So we know Flash is going to play around with multiverses and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, Lara Lane Kent was the daughter of Superman and Lois, and she has a costume very similar to that one. So I'm wondering if they'll kind of play towards that direction. Okay, before we, I know we need to move on time-wise, but I've got a question. Did you all notice anything interesting? Did you, did you all look at the IMDb page for, for this movie and this uh, actress? I did not. Okay, on her IMDb filmography, it's already got listed for 2022, a Supergirl movie. I've not heard that announced. Did mm-hmm. I just miss that? I haven't heard that either. 
I know they've been slating movies, but I have not seen an announcement for that. They've one. already got her as like the lead cast member on a Supergirl 2022 movie. Hmm. Well, now it's not odd for DC to announce, something, <laughs> but it is odd for DC to make something. So you know, I'm not going to put too much stock in that. Well, but I, they, I mean, they're usually like, <clears throat> you know, not quiet about it. Yeah, they're not subtle about announcing things they don't make. Yeah, so. Justice League Part One and Part Two. Yeah, well, hopefully right. they're hopefully they're learning from their mistakes. Yeah, yeah hopefully fingers. Crossed. Yeah. Well, uh, as much as we've talked uh, predicting things about the, the, the DC universe, we predicted some scores a few weeks ago. Let's grab our crystal balls and see how we landed. Must but be. I said so. Oh, 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 it's all right, we are back. This is I guess we must Trelawney time. <laughs> this is Trelawney time. It is a bit. So, so <laughs> last time we discussed. F9, Fast and Furious 9. Jamie, you predicted 62%. Sam, 75%. And myself, 77%. As of today, just a few moments ago, the Rotten Tomatoes score is 61%. Jamie. Dude. I believe this is about as close as you've come in a while. I, I don't recognize this feeling. <laughs> so, so take this and bask. Is this what victory smells like? I mean, is this is this the, is this that feeling? We <laughs> are the champions. <laughs> okay, now let's transition to I the Tiger and do the next one. <laughs> All right. Well, coming up, July 9th, we have Black Widow. Finally. In I my think, notes, finally. I, I think is the new title, <laughs> according to Sammy. Black Widow, finally. Um, That's the tagline. I, I would Black say Widow, we can finally. make that official. So uh, who wants to go first with a score? I've got my notepad ready here. Okay. Um, I'm riding high here. I'll go with an 83. Okay. All right. You know, I think initially I'm still a little worried about this one especially with all the delays and things along those lines. Uh, but I've heard some early discussion uh, among a few people that have got to view the movie, and they're pretty excited about it. That's cheating. But I don't know. <laughs> but it's also kind of like, you know, it's ScarJo, so I'm in. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go 89%. 89 okay. Well, I'm a little bit more optimistic than you guys. Um I'm going a 95%. You know, it's going to be the return of the Marvel Universe to theaters. Now, now you do you guys do realize the tomato score is based on critics, right? Yes. My my questions aren't about the movie. My questions are about the critics. The critics. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will see how you fare next uh, news episode. And that is Jamie at 83%, Sam at 89%, and I'm taking the high road with a 95 All right, guys. Well, that was our news 
episode. We hope you have enjoyed it. We hope you uh, have had uh, as much fun uh, listening to the news as we've had, you know, looking up and talking about it and just, just having a blast around here. Coming up our next episode, we start our summer blockbuster month of Spielberg. That we do. Da-dum. With Jaws. Da-dum. Da-dum. Jamie. <laughs> As we prepare to face the shark, what are we going to do? We're going to stay out of the water as we keep it nerdy.